Hey, 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 you guys. Thank y'all so much once again for being special guests here on Black Canvas. We're still in season seven. And I have some amazing guests that's going to be on not only today, but later this weekend. So you guys are in for a treat for some amazing new artists. And one artist that I really have an admiration for, his name is Calvin Dixon. And he is going to be featured today on our episode. Calvin Dixon has an amazing career. He actually started and he moved to L.A. from India working with producers and a various artists and projects that he blended genres and he created his own style. And when we talk about like R&B, soul, alternative, indie pop vibes to working with various artists like Charisma, TF, Ash Riser, Young Emotion, and TKO on multiple projects. Calvin's first break in LA was placing a song named Invincible with the Black Eyed Peas, who I love, you guys, with his sister, Charisma, on the hit songwriting series, NBC Songland, which is actually one of my favorite shows on NBC. He comes from a super Christian family and has opened up for live acts such as Mike Posner and Anderson Pack in India. His career has been underpinned by a desire to take his sound into new and meaningful avenues crossing genres along the way. Having already combined with writers such as Ryan Tedder from One Republic, Esther Dean, and Shane in 2018, he worked on creative direction projects with OVO and EXO. And he just released his latest single, These Walls, which is an introduction to his artistic side, and he is still producing with other various artists. And we're so glad to have you here, Calvin, as a guest here on the show. Thank you for being here. Yes, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. And I really wanted to talk about NBC Soundlane really quick before we go into the questions. It is an amazing sure. show. Um, I've been watching it since episode one. Um, it went on for two seasons, you guys. And I was just like glued to the television. I actually talked to a guy from NBC Soundland, Farber Dude, I interviewed him, um, really great interview, but I am just a huge fan of that show and the premise of the show, and I'm just so glad that you're Sister Charisma, and when you said that, I was like, oh, I have to go back and look, and I'm like, oh, I remember that, so I'm just so excited that I'm talking with you and that she had an opportunity to be featured on on that show as well. Yes, I know, it's it's been a it's funny that so much so so much happened after that show, because it was in 2019, I think. Yeah, 2019, where we had, and then the pandemic happened next year. Uh, but it was it was a uh, it was something really really uh, new to you know where we were the grounds that we were heading to because it was just all of a sudden of how the call approached us and uh, the team and the groups. It was it was it was really really fun. We had a we had a good time. Uh, my sister as well. And in fact, the song that we wrote was like in 2017 or 16, actually. And we didn't even uh, think that they would select. We just sent them a bunch of songs. And that was one of the songs. We, we never even thought that they were going to select that because that was like initially, uh, that was like a early, early stages of writing music. Man, that's amazing. And I, I'm just so glad that you had this opportunity. Can you tell me about the feedback that you received since the release of the song and what was it like 
just having a song that the Black Eyed Peas would even listen to? Uh, the uh, so basically the feedback from from NBC. Um, from from just like fans, have fans reached out to you guys and giving y'all any feedback? Yes, we had. So basically, we were waiting on the song to be released, right? And then we got the news that the song was about to be placed in Fast and the Furious, which was we were very excited about it. And uh, unfortunately, the pandemic happened, and things got delayed. The movie got delayed, and and I think the catalog changed. Uh, for I think they licensed the whole urban catalog, and it was a whole different. Uh, I think they were planning to do it for another movie or keep it for another movie. So so we were speaking to Will I Am's uh, assistant. And she was uh, telling us briefly of what's happening and, you know, and, but, you know, sometimes we just have to leave it up. It's like a lottery. Like, you know, whenever they have to release it, release it. I'm good any which way because I'm doing what I love. So I'm, I'm not like waiting for that to be released, but whenever it does, it'll be amazing. Well, I'm just so excited that you've, I mean, talking to Will I Am is just like, a dream come true because he is a really great artist but also producer as well so i'm just glad that you had this amazing opportunity what was it like meeting the three judges it was it was actually really really interesting i actually really really looked up to uh as a writer to ryan tedder and uh it was amazing that she was grouped in his uh uh in his uh grouping and he had like he selected her and that was dope and so i got to meet him and share some thoughts and you know his writing process and everything and even with i am it was amazing because uh, i met with him and he's very very humble dude and uh it's just the way like uh the operators is, is to see how they they come together and you know doing things really quick spur of the moment and will i am preparing his verse and then he rapping for us rapping for my sister over the phone uh asking her how his verse was it was just so it was kind of like something that was like it, it, it definitely coming from india and, and having to witness that it was something because we, we grew up with listening to black eyed i grew up listening to black, my sister's young but i grew up listening to where's love that whole album that APL, that song, one of my favorite songs they sang in Half Philippines. I don't know if you know about that song, but APL uh, was a song where I'm like, in the it was it was in Filipino, and I remember I went to Ibilayam and I told him, I was like, that's one of my favorite songs, and he was like, yeah, it was shocking. I was like, yeah, because that song uh, had amazing melody, and I don't know what was to your minds when, went to your minds when you guys were writing that song, and though it's in another language, and you all took that risk and released it, which is amazing. He's saying, yeah, and, and music connects with people around the world. And and uh, no one's ever told me this. Like, the APO song is one of my favorite songs. I was like, yeah, I know. From that album itself, it's like one of my favorite songs. Just just, just for me. Where's the Love is good commercial. But that song had some, it had something really different. And I like different stuff. Like, you know? Well, I do know. And I'm going to have to go look that one up. I haven't heard that one yet. But like I said, I'm just a huge fan of music and supporting people. Are doing new inventive things, so I'm gonna definitely check up APL after we're done so I can hear it for sure. Yes, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, so I have some questions directly for you now, Kevin. Kev, I'm calling you the wrong name, Calvin. Why did I say Kelvin? Calvin. <laughs> so if you're ready, um, I actually wrote some of these 
actual questions based on the titles of your songs. So if you're ready, we can go straight into some and you let me know what your first answer that comes to mind. All right, so the first one I thought would be really cool, we can talk about eye to eye. So some of the lyrics that I thought were really important, it says in between the highs, the lows, I'm in between my faith and hope, in between your wants and needs, I want you to see my dream. So can you tell me what has been one of your biggest disappointments in your career and how did you find the resilience to bounce back and to survive it? For the longest time, I was, so basically eye to eye was like a note to yourself. And uh, it was me trying to please everybody else in the industry and ignoring and neglecting what I have from like what talents that I have, like, you know, in terms of singing and writing music, which I put aside for a while just to uh, produce for other artists and make uh, songs and write songs for them. And most of the songs like were dope and stuff, but most of the songs really didn't go anywhere. And, and it's, and it was just a sign for me to actually acknowledge where I was coming from, like how I started writing and how I started, how, how I started music initially. The highs and like, you know, everything that I was, taking into consideration writing music was like, that's the first thing that I started, like writing uh, Christian music. And then from there, just going into just writing songs generally. And this whole thing that happened, like, you know, this whole, uh, all the the highs and everything I lost, even LA being in LA, like I had, I met so many people that um, obviously, you know, they promise, the promises are amazing. Like, you know, and you're in the promised land, you know, but the same thing is like, you have to divert and scale through all the realness and, and see who's real and who's not. And and diving through that has taught me a lot. Has taught me a lot because the fact is that I learned and I and I developed this great story that I'm actually portraying in my songs right now. And there's a lot of people who who are who have met don't are not so enthusiastic about the music and and they only they just want they they're probably just there for you know the mentions and the instagrams and all that stuff which is dope you know you got to be active on media but at the same time it's like i've seen like like i'm the only sometimes i'm the only passionate one in the room and i feel like i had to match that with with uh myself and that's the reason why i do everything myself from writing, from the mixing to like, uh, obviously I have some musicians coming on board, but very, but mostly I'm orchestrating everything. And and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process where it, it has taken time and, and I'm glad I had to go through all of that, all the lows and everything for me to realize uh, my faith and hope between myself was actually very visible once once I went through that obstacles, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, um, Calvin. I think, as you mentioned, is that sometimes as, when you go towards your career and different 
things that you're looking for. There are some people who can see the talent and they want to take advantage of that or they can promise you, hey, I'll do all these things. And I always like to tell each listener, if you're going into any industry, but especially the music industry, please read your contracts. Please know what you're signing. Always get a second and third opinion. And don't just jump on the first thing that you hear. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're hungry for something and people will test that, oh, if you're hungry enough, you'll do anything. And you don't, you don't have to. Yeah, that, that, that's that. For me, for, for me, it was like, I never jumped into a contract, but at the same time, it was, uh, I was basically managing, a, 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 so basically I had, I had opened up multiple studios in LA and I was actually having that as a business to support my dream. And uh, so, and my sister was the one that I was working with and doing other stuff. But the thing was that what I, more than just the contract, like contracts and stuff, people need to learn. Like, you know, if I didn't get into a, a shady contract in terms of not even my sister, like I wouldn't have known how to communicate with the lawyers and knowing how to find a clause and find a way out. So these are the stuff that you have to, I won't say you have to, but I would say you you need to face some of the, the, the you know, this is a test where you actually get that you actually want it or it's, or you want, you want to be, or you just want the fame. Because for me, it's like when I'm in my lowest, I'm writing. I'm, I'm, I'm happiest, I'm at my happiest because I'm writing and I'm making music. But for, for some I've seen, it, it's different. Like when the lowest, it's like, it, it's not, it's not, it's not the music. It's something else. And it's like, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's also, it's also helped me to, to rebrand and re, uh, conceptualize the whole idea between, uh, you know, knowing, knowing, uh, who who to look out for because there's so many people here, especially in LA. In LA, you don't need a contract even to like be to be in a in a fake situation. You know what I mean? So there's 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 so many writers and, and producers and artists and like there's there's they've taken advantage of like people being managed. But it's like there's only a few that advance from from that is because the fact that they they just don't stop, you know, working, and the work ethic plays a very very big role uh, in place of the talent. I've met so many talented people, but the work ethic is 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 where is is where what stops them from being who they need to be. And you're right about that. I feel like you have to have that intention in your mind of what you want for yourself. But as I like to always tell people, having a vision and also being a visionary, like you have to understand that it's going to take time, but don't give up on your dream. And yes. for some people, if they have to do ghostwriting before they can become an artist, that's okay. You know, it's just about paying your dues yes. and being aware of what you want for your mm -hmm. career. And then also the longevity of a career can last as long as sometimes we want it to, to last you know, there, there are a lot of artists. And when I think of, I always like to tell people like Prince and, yeah. and Stevie Wonder and such amazing artists themselves, but they wrote so many great songs and produced things for other artists. Mm -hmm. And that's a way for them to still live through 
even years down the line, people wouldn't even know if unless they read the credits, but it's just another way of you still helping someone in their career. Exactly. And and I was reading a book by Quincy. Uh, I mean, his new book is called 12 Notes. Um, amazing. Till the age of mid forties, he was, he had a band that he went, that didn't work out, went to Paris and he failed in the project because the one of the restaurants ran out of income and they couldn't afford for the band to fly back to the US. And he had to call in an A&R from Mercury Records to borrow money and help the guys to fly back. And then he had this debt of, that he had to pay back in seven years and he had kids as well. But his is like, He's like, there's two different things when, for me, I was so passionate about what I did. I never even thought about giving up. And that passion drove me to where, obviously to Michael, but at the end of the day, it was like him not concerned about how much debt he owed, you know, how much, uh, how many relationships are there for him to like uh, bring back. And, but his, his priority was getting the job, not just done, but getting the job well done. There's two things, two different things. You know what I mean? And like a lot of a lot of uh, uh, artists that I've I've met, oh, I would say like not artists, I would say producers. I mean, like, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put any uh, shade to them, but I'm just saying is that it's just a difference. It's a difference between when someone gets, you know, when you just want to complete a song. And for the sake of being for it, for it to be finished, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, I do. And I, I think, like you said, it's about the dedication to the craft. And so I love that you brought that up. And yeah. thank you for explaining that in detail, because I think for a lot of people who originally when I was mentioning about um, contracts and I'm glad that you were able to explain. Yeah, sometimes you will get caught in some negative things and it's about not giving up or finding a way to research if you are in a contract and knowing how to do the right thing so that you don't continuously um, have someone take advantage of you. But if you haven't been in those situations, you guys, just make sure you talk to people who may have had that experience or just research in general, because, you know, reading up on stuff and just being aware, then you know how to go into a conversation. You also know how to negotiate, because one thing I learned in business for sure is that people will always, for the most part, offer you bottom before they're gonna give you the top offer and you have to know your worth and also know what you stand for ethically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, you know, where are you at before walking into in, any setting? And then I feel like once yeah. we start to align ourselves with the right people, when we're in the right place, the right time, everything will map itself out. And I think Calvin is a living example of that and Charisma writing a song in 2016 and being featured three years later on a hit show, no one would have ever thought, you know, when you're writing that, oh, it's going to lead to this. And it did. So I'm, I'm very proud of both of you guys. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, one more thing I wanted to add in is like, is like people, I mean, like there's so many things that I can, I can avoid. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things along the journey, along the process you try to avoid but it's sometimes you just have to go with the flow because at the same time it's like what is meant to happen will happen and what's not is not is definitely not going to happen you know it's just written it's like you, wherever you're heading you just go. it's like a, it's like you're on a forest and you know it's like 
the the end of the show you don't know where the end of the show is you just walk and you just go exactly so we don't know where where we're going to lead ourselves sometimes but as long as we kind of trust the process then we can hopefully get to that place where we find happiness and and we can be content in the state that we're in yes for sure 100% all right well kevin i got another question for you so 3 below 0 so I first want to talk about when I listened to this song, it reminded me of looking almost like intensely into someone's eyes, like a special someone um, who you care about. And it's, I felt like it was like almost wondering if that person had the same feeling that you had. Um, can you tell us what went into making this song? Triple uh, Zero was, uh, was a fairly uh actually i wrote that in the spur of a moment i was never going to release that song so i had one of my friends actually in the studio come in and he's one of my close family he's my creative director and he he does a lot of uh my artwork and he actually did some of the artwork and like did some of the edits for the video uh he heard the song and he was like wow this shit is amazing i was like really he's like yes yeah, it's, it's this is insane it's like how like I didn't think too much about the song, <laughs> but he was like, yo, you should release this. So I was like, cool. And sometimes you get in the head, like, you know, and a lot of. Like, yo, this shit is amazing. This is amazing. And rewrote some of the lyrics and. Um, it, 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 it was, it was a song where it was like, like now this is my step for me to be like coming and own it own what i'm doing and and so basically the the process was like obviously i was mentioning a girl in between uh, but as it was me talking to who the industry is like i'm not going to be anybody's hero anymore i'm going to do what i need to do i'm, I'm going to save nobody i'm going to save anyone in korea i'm just going to be working for myself and come on come on, like it or don't like it this is how I'm going to move. And wherever I go, I go. So I'm, my heart is cold. I've gone through all the shit and all the bullshit. Now I'm like processed it. And now I'm just sailing through and making my own decisions, being my own boss, being my own entrepreneur, uh, being a CEO of my own myself and my journey. And I think that was, Three Below Zero was a great way to drop a single for as my first single as me singing singing i used to sing but this was me uh introducing myself and it was a great way to introduce myself and you know with after the after all the uh years of me uh releasing music for everybody else so Yes, and I, I love that you mentioned about being an entrepreneur and releasing your own music and, and having confidence to release something as poignant as that song. Um, that's why I said I loved it. I, I felt like that was yeah. you being yourself. And as you mentioned, sometimes when you write songs for other people, sometimes you have to write in a style of that artist or what direction they're going. So the great thing for you is when you can be yourself yeah. and say, hey, this is something I want to release to the world because I'm in this headspace then people can connect with where Kelvin is in that moment versus who you're having to be based on, you know, the rhythm of, of the actual album or EP that you may be writing for someone else. 
Yes. And what I've learned too, is I want to add was that me trying to make music and write songs for anybody else was the worst part of my, I won't say the worst, I would say was the most annoying uh, process because it's like, I'm trying to please somebody else. But at the end I've met, I've met some of the greatest producers who I've actually spoken with. And they had said like the best artist, I mean, the best way to pitch a song or even write is when you write songs for yourself, right? Produce for yourself and stuff that you don't use or maybe that you overlook, they use it because they find, because they want to adapt to your sound. And I feel like that's something that really, really hit me when I heard those words. I was like, this is this is exactly what I was want, planning to do in the beginning and never, it's never too late to switch to just writing music for yourself, producing for yourself and whatever sound I'm trying to portray, it's going to be a sound where it's it's going to have people come on board. That's right. I love that. And I'm glad that you were given that sage, you know, advice and statements by that person, because we sometimes need to hear from someone else and then it can reflect within ourselves. Yeah. So Calvin, speaking of songs and things you've written and, and been able to perform, and share with the world, we want to talk about the next question, which is These Walls, which is one of your newest songs released. And can you tell us, um, how do you shut out your negative thoughts when they arise? And if the walls could talk when you were in a studio recording, um, what would it tell us about your work ethic and the creative process in creating this song? Uh, The these what I mean, these what they would probably get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> They'll definitely be like, yo, this dude is never leaving. Uh, because my process is like, like, uh, I'm, I'm there from like, probably like after the gym, have lunch, and then from six, seven ish in the evening to like, sometimes eight in the morning or nine or sometimes five depending on my energy levels but it's like that it's been like that for the past two years and i'm but at the same time so these walls was like a a song where i in fact had different metaphors that related uh to that saying is like we're so caught up in in a box in being uh and trying to you know and and not think uh different and people are scared to take the risk to think different and if you listen to most of my music it's like uh it's it's a blend of something it's a blend of something with something but you don't really know what but it's cool blend because I've taken that risk, I've taken my time, I spent hours and hours trying to like perfect it, change it, switch it up, switch the drums, switch the lyrics, and it's it's, it, and I enjoy it at the same time. And at the same time, it's like because I'm creating something that I've never, I'm excited about that I've never really heard, you know, with my with my voice. And these walls is like a, uh, uh, quoting some of the lyrics. Where let me see the lyrics. It's like yeah. Uh, it's also about getting trapped in yourself in 
even with the relationship, like, you know, so many relationships that we get ourselves into, locked into, and uh, it's hard to come out. And, and we try to, you know, fight our own battles, but then at the same time, it has, it has its own way of, you know, moving and own way of getting ourselves out of it is, is when you go through whatever situation that you're in to actually find out and learn your lesson. And that's one of it. And the other one is from the Bible, which is uh, in Jericho, these walls. I don't know if you know the Bible very well, but it's, that's also, it, there was three metaphors that I actually uh, inflicted in this, when I was writing the song, like, you know? Right, like, and you're saying like, like the walls of Jericho coming down kind of thing? Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're referencing. And I think like that's important to kind of know. And we can use that in so many different parts of our lives. Like when we think of, let's use an example like a job. Yeah. A lot of times when you're working for someone or you're working at a place where maybe you don't feel as comfortable, for a lot of people, it can be hard for you to, to break down your wall or for you to be yourself because you feel like you have to be what you need for the job. Um, that can work as it relates to entertainment. Um, when, as we just mentioned with songwriting or just singing and producing, you know, there's, there's walls you have to take down when you deal with the emotions attached with your thoughts. And when those two are aligned with each other, yeah. there's sometimes where if we're not in the right state or the right emotional space, that we can sometimes be engulfed by the fear or the, the emotion that's attached to our fears. And that can sometimes propel people to work even harder. I like to call it the fight, flight, or yeah. freeze mode. Or for some of us, that might be something that could be demoralizing and debilitating. Yeah. And we just lose sight of everything and we give up. And so I love that you use that as, as a great analogy of, you know, hey, sometimes we, yeah. even in a relationship or friendships, you know, you have to pull down the wall and get to the core issue, but you also have to be prepared for the heartbreak and the happiness, whichever might actually, you know, be the result. Yeah, definitely. And, and also having, uh, a, I always like to have women involved in my music, <laughs> but uh, th th that was also a statement of like, you know, a woman, like she's trapped in her own self and, you know, out of all the complicated situations that she's going through, she just wants, uh, I mean, she just seeks, she just seeks help that, but that, but I'm sarcastically talking to her walls. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, so it's a great, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great, I mean, if, if I have to actually break down these lyrics, there's so much that I could talk about. It'll go for hours. Your podcast would never end. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you're saying. And it's kind of like, you, yeah. you're speaking through her but not to her and it's and i think that's yeah. that's life and when we think about life in general how many times we speak to someone but it's almost like we're going through the person or almost like speaking to another person to get the message to them but the person is right in front of you and it's like this invisible wall that's there and it's hard to penetrate it the way we need to or when we do penetrate it it's hard for us to get anything back um, because sometimes we, many of us have gone through traumas and we bring that trauma with us into new friendships and new relationships. And so I love that you use that. I mean, it's a great way of communication, talking about the lack thereof, or when we're trying to share 
what we're feeling is someone is interpreting what we're saying maybe the wrong way. That can be another way of looking at it. Yeah, and also, also me, when I say run, run, run back to me. Because when I wrote this, I was, this is the time where Trump was, uh, uh, I think Biden was, came into power. And uh, Trump, I remember Trump was building these walls, right? And it was for a statement for immigrants too. Like I'm an immigrant, like America was built on immigrants. So, and it's, it's, a, it's a, it was a great rejoice moment for us turning back into, uh, you know, a power where people would actually accept, you know, the presence. I mean, the a country would accept and acknowledge that this is this this is uh, music is. And everything else is built on a lot of strength from immigrants, and it's it's a respect that I was trying trying to even portray, you know, in the song. Well, I'm I'm just very proud of you of being able to speak and having your own platform to share. And I think, like even with my show, I always tell people is that I want us to be more inclusive and less divisive. And the only way we can have that to happen is by us practicing what we preach. And if we say we want to be inclusive, we have to believe it within ourselves first. And so I love having every guest that comes on the show um, because I make sure that that person is going to be authentic, but also that they're respectful of themselves and others and that we can still be on a platform talking about issues where it doesn't have to go to a point where anyone feels, you know, um, talked down to or that I'm negating their opinion. And I feel like, you know, that's the great thing about life and and the great thing about this world is that we get to see cultures and experiences from different viewpoints. Yes. Yes, 100%. Yes. All right. So, Kevin, I only have a few more questions for you. So the next one I have is, how have you been affected due to the pandemic? And how has music, in your opinion, changed over the last 20 years? Uh, during the... So basically... Uh, the pandemic actually was a blessing. I mean, I won't say a blessing in terms of like what happened, but I'm just saying it's a blessing for me being locked. Because anyways, producers are locked down any which way at home, and it was like we already practiced what 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 happened, like you know, being locked down and doing stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, fell through, and a lot of uh, opportunities fell through. But that's life, and that's. Uh, that's some, and, and as long as I had my passion and what I loved and what I was doing, I never ever lost track in uh, regretting or even have like a moment of my life where I was like regretting uh, not doing, like, you know, doing something and I'm, I'm in, in this position. But it's, uh, and I feel like I was, I was, I, I was taking the time out to actually speak to every, speak uh to my music and in, in you know and what everybody else would be saying. And I have written so many, so many great songs uh at this at that point and and it helped me to be a better producer as well because I went in really, really uh uh edged and sharpened my craft and uh waking up to uh a beautiful uh gift and every morning and and i was just grateful but at times yeah there is there are there are a lot of people who actually went through a lot of pain during this this moment and i really feel for them 
And I feel for what uh, they had gone through. And the only thing that I could do is like, you know, uh, avoid, I mean, help them with some healing. And the healing was making some good chords come together and writing some good lyrics. And I did have a lot of people message me when I had dropped in some songs before, actually I'd taken them down, but I had had some songs that I had dropped during the pandemic, which actually helped a lot of people in terms of getting them through. Uh, I spoke a lot of uh, uh, realness in, in, you know, trying to reflect uh, their minds. And that's, I mean, it's a blessing uh, for me. And I just hope that uh, I wanted, I wanted to continue uh, from where I left off in terms of the like where I was going and keep doing what I'm doing and keep heading where I'm to where I'm going. Yep. I love that, Kelvin. And like I said, I, I think like for myself, music has changed because of the accessibility of it now has definitely increased where you have pretty much at the drop of a hat you can find music. Even let's use an example like Beyonce just released her new album and how people already had leaked it early, which I mean, I, I didn't care for that because I feel like, you know, with artists, when you spend so much time leading up for a date and this happens, you know, that can definitely ruin sales. But I mean, when you're an artist like Beyonce, I guess it really doesn't matter. She's going to be successful. But I'm just thinking of just, you know, how much time and energy goes into producing records and releasing things. And so I'm just so glad that you have been able to to work with other people that you connect with in this this industry but just also just remember, like we say, with music, it's ever changing. And I love the fact that now, to a certain extent, that we can just, with a click, be able to get to a song really quickly or an artist. Um, one thing I do miss, I used to miss like standing in lines and waiting for a CD to come out and just anticipating yeah. the music video with the CD. Like that aspect of music, I know is not the same. And I'm hoping one day we can get back to that to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, that was something I did miss of just like being in lines, waiting to buy, going to Ticketmaster to get a, a you know, ticket to a concert or, and not buying it online or just standing outside, you know, early in the morning to wait to get the CD that was just exclusively at one store, whether from Circuit City or Best Buy or whatever. You were just like, oh, I just have to have it, you know, in my hand, tangible. Such a great feeling. Yeah. I mean, you can still do it. I mean, it's now, now it's with fashion because if you look at the Kanye bringing in Yeezys and selling out and people standing in line and like doing, trying to get his, his uh, art. And I feel like that's a, that's something that we as artists have to just think out of the box. And because I'm, I, I'm always designing, like, you know, trying to think out of the box and have that kind of collectible uh, and grateful for the crypto world uh, that as well that's taking place for the artists. Because I know the weekend, uh, is have is being sponsored by Binance and they are doing uh, some NFT collection that is going to be very very helpful for the future of artists and crypto in and in, in, in the NFT space. So it's just about you know getting uh, spending some time and making some really really cool designer stuff where we could have people you know come in and stand in line and and make that because now music. Like the thing is that the Spotify and all is amazing. Like the, the the whole thing, though. But there's so much of like music now. It's like it's like 
you only have like certain artists that that you know really stand out because you know why because it's, they're taking their time to like actually make that shit sound good and make a sound that's like no one's heard of i think kelvin like you said that is true it's about standing out in this this field for sure but also like you said having small little things you can offer incentives or, or just being creative in a different way can definitely help, help, especially an independent artist to stand out um, in this field where there's a lot of, you know, well-named artists who have backing and support and a bigger fan base. So you have to be very creative when you're just starting out, especially in your career. Yes, yes, definitely. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of, especially when you have a team in place, it's, it's a blessing. And, uh, that usually happens is when the uh, material is good and like there's so much of my music pure. Just think of this: I've coming here from India. That's thirty thousand miles away, right? Thirty thousand miles away. Everybody in India was like, "Is this guy crazy? You know that he's going against the tide. You know how many musicians are there in Los Angeles? You know how many people, how many writers, how many creative people out there that he's he's trying to compete with?" And that was that was obviously a doubt where it, it also played on my family and parents' mind. But for me, I was I was hell bent in doing what I needed to do. Coming out here with literally nobody sleeping on floors, right? Starting Airbnbs, making relationships, whatever free time I had was just making writing music on the piano, and that itself, these demos got me to where I needed to be. The material and people don't understand is that when you're focusing on what you actually have come here to do, what, what your purpose is and you've realized it and that is, that is, you could build an empire and it's been eight years since I've moved out, seven years since I moved from India. Obviously I had some trips. I even brought Anderson back, Mike Posner to the promoters. Who would, would ever think that I was going to do that within that seven years? And building a relationship with a lot of great, great people and just to focusing on what I was called for. And I want to answer that, what you said, who would have ever thought it? You did, I think. That's and that's the most important thing of like, if you don't believe in what you're selling, and if you're selling something that's a counterfeit, it's going to get that type of response. But when, like I said, if you believe in your talent and you've worked and put in the hours and you know it's something that's going to be a valuable product in the future, then you have to sell yourself without selling out. And I think that's one thing I always like to tell people, like you can still be yourself and, and promote yourself to others without being grandiose. Like you can still say, hey, this is something that I believe in me. And then I'm willing to do the work to make sure that it becomes something spectacular. And that's where work ethic and success can, can meet in the middle. But I think it also goes back to you have to be determined. And like you said, you had a determination when you were laying on that floor, when you were you know, bouncing around from here to this studio, you had to believe at some point, I'm not doing this in vain. I'm not 30,000 miles, all these miles away from home. I'm not wasting time. Like I'm gonna make the most of this opportunity and I'm going to make sure you remember who Kelvin Dixon is. Yes. And, I, and the main thing is I make sure 
I my I make myself remember who I am and who and what I am destined for because the competition is just with yourself and it's just with who every day you're getting up and improving and writing a better song and writing better lyrics than what you were a year ago and I feel that's something that I had to I had to really really focus on is like how would how could I improve how could I have a better sounding song or like you know mix today or like there's certain things that I just take notice and I feel like uh it, it's it's really really important because we're always trying to compete and and uh, Instagram is obviously a great thing but there's also so many so many uh people who are trying to race uh the process is because they're looking at at stuff that other people are uh doing and it's like making them hit themselves and hit what they stand for which is like oh and and it's it's a concept that i'm not saying is that it's within families it, it's within india too like india people have a very to be to speak a little bit about my culture it's like they have a very very strong mindset of uh, of looking down on certain kinds of art uh, you know like music and stuff that's like not many people have really they think that it's it's a less paying job and it's like it's a it, and it's it's a mentality that that has reflected on a lot of great great musicians in india great talented artists in india who've actually let go of their dreams is because of the the, the mindsets of what people have you know in their in them and it's sad and the same it's and i wouldn't consider it any different from what instagram is compared to my culture it's uh it's a way of like competing and and our culture we have so we have like 2 billion people right so the competition is at the highest level <laughs> in terms of in terms of studies you got to get a percentage certain percentage to get into college they fail you in in school uh so you i remember i wasn't pushed up uh in grade 9 i was failed in grade 9 so i had to repeat Did I repeat? Yes, I repeated grade nine, and then uh, had to sit for my boards the next year. So it, it's it's a it's a good. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's a good feeling, but at the same time, it, it just it gives you a certain kind of discipline of like how what what you know what way what what direction you need to head at. And and school is like if you the only thing that's that I that I dislike about. the schools back at home is that they never ever ever tell you to go for your dream or for your fair passion i did i did play for a lot of festivals i got a lot of uh, uh church programs and then i had like these great band festivals we had pink floyd we had like so i was i was already picking up some some great music because in back in my my city they have like some great tastes like from poky pine tree these all these bands that you never that if you ask, if you speak to anybody about about these bands they they would never really most of them would never hear of them like poky pine tree these bands were like some bands that I grew up on and played and I had to learn and pick up their music because I was so I wanted to be in the in the school band and I was trying my best to like learn these songs so that I could jump on board and uh play for the festival and and win it and you know and i think i was so excited in doing all these things and these excitements these small excitements led me to be who i really 
thought, you know, this is what excites me. This is what making a song excites me. Making a song and same playing a song for someone excites me. And these these are something that that we, that I had to pay attention to is like what what makes me the most excited. Like you know how how what makes me feel my best and feel myself was was that and that's how and a lot of people had pushed me down and and the thing is that my me being so headstrong in terms of of where I wanted to go just out of the whole group and the whole pack is just is just me and and I and I'm I'm saying this on your podcast just because like you know I want to speak for everybody who's actually listening just you know what really helps them to be stay motivated and stay excited when they have money or don't have money that's right well i'm very very thankful that you share that with us because i feel like for many people they kind of lose sight of their culture and their experiences and what they go through to get to where they are but i think like you said it can be a a life lesson of just because maybe someone didn't promote and push you and tell you hey follow your dreams do these things that doesn't mean you can't still do it sometimes we have to search within ourselves and we also have to just kind of consider the source you know sometimes maybe our families if they weren't taught certain things or they were taught not to do things that they can continue that cycle and so I think the great thing is that you stepped out on your faith and your belief you pursued your career and you still are doing so and then you're letting people know that you know it's still going to be a challenge but you're up for the fight and so Kevin, I think that is something, it kind of goes into the song that was written that you and your sister were able to, to come up with. It just talks about life in general, yeah. how we, we can fight and we just have to fight in a different way and we can still be successful in our own right. Yes, for sure, definitely. And obviously being disciplined, you know, and doing your tasks, like the stuff that you need to complete. And that's, that's definitely... Uh, great point that we could that we said <clears throat> thank you Kim, for sharing that with us now the last question i have for you is if you can tell our listeners where can they find you online and if there's anything new that you want to promote that you'll be working on in the up and coming months oh wow yes uh i'm obviously on every other platform be uh for music um uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Instagram, add me Calvin Dixon underscore. Uh, uh, I'm actually been dedicatedly working on an EP, actually two EPs, uh, side A, side B. And uh, I am, I sh- I've taken time to just focus on uh, finishing up those projects. There's a lot of songs that was written and I'm trying to select the best songs that fits my uh, what I want to say. And this this upcoming songs are going to be something very special because it's very, very, very honest and lyrically. And it's a step that I've taken to share something. Something's really personal and it's raw. And I and I feel like I wanted. I always wanted to do this raw. Uh, uh, project where it's you know talking to an audience where I feel you, I'm going through the same. So it's a it's a it's a the battles that we face every day, and and I think uh, there is always a higher power speaking through me, and 
uh, and sometimes even I don't even know how I write these lyrics. And it's like, wow, whew, I did, <laughs> I did write that, and I agree, and it's a blessing. And it's just, so it's like even when I'm sharing certain things, because I'm very very focused on like uh, the message, you know. And I could be writing on uh, jumping on five different projects. I, it excites me. I love making some great pop, 80 song, 90 song. Like I could do stuff like anything, like you know, just help. But then I, w- I would also want to like sit back and like, okay, why am I? Why, what, what do I need to share with people that they are feeling? I need, I need to bring something that they need to hear. Where it's like, apart from from the commercial, like for me to share, like how how you could all go through this like how how was how what motivates every every listener to come back and you know something like what kendrick does and what kanye does and uh not in terms of rapping but the same as the message uh like you know and the whole projects like it's it's all well sculpted it all has a meaning from track one to track six why and and what what's what's the you know how people could decode it and it's amazing that that I I have the op, I have the time right now to actually make that happen and I I'm, and I want people I can't I can't wait for me to share some of that in in uh in my in my upcoming release and so just stay tuned I have some videos as, as well coming in. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen the I do I video, but please check it out. It's a video where it's a note to yourself. And I do I, I spelled it I do I, but it's actually I do I with the letter I to I. And it's a way of me and, and me uh, let going of who I was and what, who I was doing, trying to please. And, and I introduced myself in the end as this is who I'm going to be this raw person. And I think that was a, a, a message in the video itself. Like, uh, cause even I direct my own videos, like, cause I, I did film school. So it was a way for me to, uh, you know, understand film with music. And, and, uh, and that was, that video itself was, uh, was a message for what I'm, where I'm heading and hope any, everybody checks it out. And, uh, yeah, hit me up anytime. DM me Instagram. I'm always there. We'll talk, share, experience, whatever. Well, thank you so much, Kelvin. Like I said, I've had an amazing time having you on the show. I would love to have you back in the future for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me, Joe. Oh, no problem at all. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, Kelvin, you keep doing amazing things. When the new music comes out, please hit me up. Let me know. I would love to promote it and help share it. Um, with other people as well, but I'm just very proud of you, and I want you to keep on doing what you're doing. Yes, yes, for sure. Thank oh, you're you. welcome. All right, Kelvin, you have a great rest of your day, and thank you for being a part of our, sh- our experience and sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it. Sure. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
I'm not afraid.